Welcome to the next episode of Podcasts, where we preview the upcoming Holy War. Podcasts, bringing the eye to your ear. I'm Luke Vandwell. I'm here with Jack O'Rourke. He is a SIBN commentator for the Ignatius football team. How's it going? It's going pretty well. How about you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so we're here to talk about the upcoming Holy War, um, the famed Ignatius versus Ed's football game. Um, so Ignatius started the season 0-2, kind of a, kind of a rocky start. And they've won seven games straight after that. What do you think has changed since those first two weeks? Uh, I think the team made a couple of adjustments on offense and defense that have helped in the long run. I think uh, just overall looked better. You know, if Rome wasn't built in the day, you can't expect your team to be played at its peak right away. I think you got to expect your team to slowly improve as the season goes on, like as you would in the classroom or at any place. You hope uh, you don't do your best straight away. You hope you do your best when it matters at the end. Fair point. Um, so what do you think some of those adjustments were that they made offense, defense-wise? Uh, I think we changed a little bit on the offensive line, moved a few guys in and out. Uh, some guys are still getting playing time in that. Tommy Eichenberg, Eichenberg moves a middle linebacker, got a few other guys' opportunities. And uh, I think it's very, it meshed very well. I mean, it's kind of a – the team has a good family feel to it, and I think that's definitely played in how well they've done. All right, so what do you think the keys are for Ignatius to win this game? What do they need to execute well? We'll go with the key for offense and defense. On offense, I think the Wildcats need to get a strong running game. Uh Wildcats' offensive line has done a pretty good job all year. Wildcats have been strong with uh, Bo Floyd and Jack Welsh. I think if you can implement your running game early, it can help you lead to the passing game. We saw a lot of PA passes that worked well against St. Xavier down the stretch run. And uh, on the defensive side of the ball, I think you need to shut down the running game because if you shut down the running game or the passing game, you make them one-dimensional. And when you're one-dimensional, it's a lot harder to win the game. Um, So looking at the other side of the ball, um, look at some of Ed's key players. What... um, what do the Wildcats need to do to shut down those key players? Um, we talk about Quintel Kent, their quarterback, DeZero, you know, very talented football players. So what, what's, what's the defense going to need to do? Yeah, they have uh, those two guys. They also got Castleberry. They have some very good players, a lot of uh, shifty guys, you know, guys who can move fast. You know, not necessarily always the biggest kids, but guys who, you know, can get open on, you know, like five-yard five passes or take it out of the backfield, run for a few yards. You know, you don't always need the huge guys. You just need guys who can get it done in there. Definitely can get it done. So I think one thing the Wildcats need to do is uh, make sure their tackling is perfect. Because you know, as if you anybody watched the Notre Dame or not Notre Dame, the Ohio State Purdue game, you saw lots of the I don't know his name. I only watched the end of it, but the Lilla running back he kept on getting loose. You know, he got through some broken tackles, and that's uh, what can kill a team at, during any game. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> who are the uh, the big players on uh, Ignatius' side, and what are they going to need to do to win this game? So I think uh, quarterback Pat Del Hunty's been a key all year for the Wildcats. I think, uh, as we were talking about earlier, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. I think Delhi's looked a lot better in the past two weeks. And uh, I know he's battling a little bit of an injury, but I'm sure he'll be fine to play. You know, he's a very strong, tough kid, and I think he'll come out strong as always. And we also got Jack Welsh and Bo Floyd, two really good running backs. You know, kind of a change of speeds from each other. Uh, a little bit of a Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson, if you will, from the Browns. And uh, got some good receivers, guys like Connor Camille. Camille's caught six touchdown passes this season. Kennedy's done a great job as well in games like Elder and Muller. I think him moving to offense has been one of the biggest keys in getting more reps consistently. Jake Lang's done a great job catching balls at tight end. We've seen uh, Aiden Wells get in and catch a few balls recently as well. So I think the Wildcats have a very strong offense. You know, the defense, there's the names you always hear. The guys like Jet Elad, Tommy Eichenberg, Anthony Dracy, Wells, McMahon. There's just, it's some state championship caliber defense, and it's definitely a generational one if that. Um, so what did you mentioned earlier that Eichenberg began the season? Um, he was not at middle linebacker, and shifting him there obviously made a huge difference. Um, 
So what effect do you think that has had on the team? Obviously, Eichenberg is one of the most talented athletes on this team. Um, so how has that changed the Wildcats' game plan? You know, I honestly uh, can't tell you too much about that because I don't know it, to be honest. But uh, I just know it's, it's worked out well. It's, um, I don't, I'm not really the biggest X and O's guys in the world. I just try and uh, watch what I see and decipher it on the broadcast. I want to talk to Coach Franzinger each week. But, you know, um, whenever you have a guy like Tommy that can break on the field, if you're the quarterback, you're trying to keep a close eye on him because, you know, uh, he's a guy that has tons of skill. And, you know, it's a little bit tough on an offensive line. You know you're going to go up against guys like Wells, McMahon, Eichenberg each week. And it's, uh, they're, it's definitely a daunting team on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so going back to, back to offense, uh, you mentioned Connor Camille earlier. He's obviously had a very strong season. He's just a junior. Um, but it seemed like he had an extremely uh, – Good game against Xavier last week. It seemed like every touchdown drive he had a big catch to set it up. Um, so what do you think has changed for him to be able to really break out last week and really show just how talented he is? Yeah, you know, um, he's a joy to watch and be around. He's, first off, he's a great guy, and he's a great student as well. He's not just a football player. And a lot of these guys aren't just football players. They're a lot more than that. They're great guys in the classroom and uh, as well. You know, I interviewed Connor earlier today for – the SIVM broadcast, he's just he's an overall great kid. You know, he, we saw him make some big plays against Euclid as well earlier on in the season, took that bubble screen all the way to the house. You know, he's just an exceptional athlete. We've watched, I've watched him do it since I was a freshman, catching some balls in the end zone against Menor on Wasmer. I've seen him do it, returning kicks. He, he's a kid who does it all, and he's a hell of an athlete. So, I mean, just kind of a – he can really do anything. And, you know, he's definitely developed well throughout the season. You know, we've had guys like Nigel Drummond, Sam Dogstrip, who've been out on the offense who – unfortunately didn't get to play if not at all or only a week in Nigel's case as uh he was on a uh, pretty much about to score a touchdown he kind of tripped up and uh I got hurt and it's just kind of a tough thing you know I know he's very really close with both uh Sam and Nigel and he wants to do it for his brothers and he's done a great job all season uh picking up the slack that uh came from their injuries um so obviously this is a big game for Ignatius but after the win last week uh they've clinched the playoffs so um They'll, they'll still be playing the week after. Um, so what do you think this game means moving forward, whether that be seeding-wise for the playoffs or just um, how to predict how the Wildcats might perform in the playoffs? So I don't think it's a huge indicator. I mean, in some ways you think you might play ads again, so you don't want to like show them everything. You don't want to put like everything out on the table because you know if they know everything you're going to do, then it doesn't really help you play them later in the season. But uh, I think, as you said, we already got a playoff spot locked up, and I'm confident this Wildcats team against anybody in the playoffs – so uh, really, I just yeah, I'd go out go out there, and obviously you want to win. Make sure nobody gets hurt, and just uh, play your play your style of game. Because if you play your style of the game and you dominate or you win, then you know you can keep on going that moving forward. If uh, you play how you want to play and it's not really working out, you're going to have adjustments to make uh, in case you eventually play them again. I just think it's important to just go out there and get a win. You know, I mean, a lot of times people get wrapped up in the whole like adignatious thing, and they, um, people can let that get to their head, and you know they start like agitating each other, and it's just not. Um, doesn't help you win when you're too busy thinking about the other team instead of thinking about what you're trying to do. All right, so, uh, so you've watched Wildcats week in, week out. You've been watching a lot of these athletes for more than just this season. You know, you've know, you watched them grow up as um, freshman JV players. Um, so with all your experience, who do you think is going to win this game? What's the final score? I'm going to go Wildcats by a score of 27-17. to 17. I think uh, Rory McConville is going to put two kicks through the uprights. I'm going to go with a Jack Welsh rushing, rushing touchdown. And uh, Connor Camille and Jake Lang bringing them balls in the end zone. All right, awesome. Thanks so much. Yep.
Thanks for listening. Got any suggestions? Let us know on Twitter at S-I-H-S-E-Y-E. See you next time on Podcast.